welcome back to episode 30 Talk Fame Podcast. I'm Kylie. Today we have on a wonderful actress, dancer, and singer, Hannah Lowry. Thanks so much for coming on, Hannah. I'm so happy to have you on. Yes, I'm so excited. Me too. I'm so happy to have you on here. So over the last two years, we've been in isolation. What is something that I did over the last two years that you would have had time to do before? That's a really great question. So during isolation, it was super hard to be in the indoors and we had to stay inside most of the year in our homes. So I have found a love and a passion for being in the outdoors. And I've actually was able to experience the outdoors and many outdoor activities a lot more during quarantine. I started surfing and fishing and hiking so much more than I normally would on a day-to-day basis Mm because we couldn't have our time inside. So being inside wasn't an option. So I had to find ways to occupy myself in the outdoors. And ever since the lockdown, I've just been able to do that so much more. And it's been a part, become a part of a huge part of my life. And I just love it so much. No, same exact way. I'm the same exact per- way. Like I love being outdoorsy. Like once, like I'm always an outdoor person. Person. I'm always like trying. I'm mostly like, always outdoors. I'm always like hiking, like walking, or doing something. Because I live in Pennsylvania, so there's not a lot of stuff to do here in Pennsylvania. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I was trying to keep myself occupied in isolation. And like during isolation, like we had nothing to do, and we had to stay indoors like the whole time. And so we couldn't do anything. So that was like hard. And we couldn't see our friends, family. Like that was very difficult. But like the outdoors is like the best thing to keep me occupied is like outdoors. And that's really the only thing that kept me through quarantine. Is outdoors. Yeah, me too. Definitely. Like what was like your favorite kind of thing to do outdoors during isolation? Like do you have a favorite thing that you did? I think one of the things I did the most that became a big part of my life was the going to the beach and surfing and fishing being in the water because I love the beach so much and during during isolation during the summer I was able to go a lot more and it was just so amazing I have such a love for the beach now because of going so much during isolation and we go even more now even though it's a little more opened up you know yeah, I'm obsessed with the beach. Like, every time I'm on the beach, I'm, like, so happy. It's, like, my favorite place in the entire world. Like, I just can't help myself but go to the beach. I, I'll actually live on the beach if I could. Like, yeah. Yeah. Me too. I definitely would. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. We, me and you have to plan something to go to the beach. Like, yes. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> so, as I mentioned before, you're an actress, dancer, and singer. What made you want to start doing that? So I've been performing my whole life. I started dance when I was really little and I've been doing it for eight years and five years competitively. I took a little break to try out gymnastics for two years, but I came back to dance because I love it so much. And ever since I started dance, the aspect of performing on stage and in front of a live audience became a big part of my life. And I started doing plays in my, in my middle school and I started having a love for acting and in dance, acting and dance kind of go together because you act in dances pretty much. Mm -hmm. So after doing drama, I decided I wanted to move into the professional acting industry. And so I started about a few years ago and ever since I started, I have just have become a huge love for acting. Like I have 
grown a huge love for acting, you know? So, and I've been singing for a couple years now too. I did show choir for two years and dancing, singing and acting all go together really well in the entertainment yeah. industry. So it's basically just my biggest love and passion. It's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> well, for sure. Like, acting is something I would love to do, but like, I'm just kind of too scared to do. But every time people see me, the, I'm basically watching TV, reenacting scenes, whatever scene it is, like a movie or shop, I'm always reenacting. And <laughs> I'm trying to, not, if, if, wasn't, if I wasn't doing this podcast, I probably would be doing acting or maybe singing. Maybe those are my probably two things I would probably do. But yeah. do you do um, competitive dance? Yes, I do competitive dance. I have been for five years and it's so much fun. It's so awesome. I love it. Like, what is like your favorite part about doing dance at that kind of like the level about doing competitive? Well, competitive dance is like a totally different aspect than doing classes and stuff because yeah. when you're there, you learn so much just from watching your peers and other competitors. It's such a learning lesson and environment it's so incredible to watch all the other dancers because everyone's so talented and then the performing on stage is so much fun because it's the adrenaline rush and performing for an audience and like personally I tumble so I do a lot of flips in my dances and that is just so fun to showcase like that kind of talent on the stage it's a really fun I love it. I'm also a dancer as well but like I said before quarantine like I kind of took a break because of COVID and trying to figure out dance, like basically dance, I couldn't, things shut down, I couldn't wow. do anything with dance, but I did dance, I basically grew up dancing that professionally, I just kind of taught myself, me and my sister, my sister taught me, she danced, and now mm-hmm. I do it, like the classes at a dance class, and I absolutely love it, it's like my biggest passion. Aww. Um, what, is, I noticed you were in some of the many Dara Manshaw films, is that right? Yes. What was that experience like for you? Absolutely incredible. It's almost been my one year working for Darman, which is so fun. I started my first video in January of 2021. So that's pretty cool. And every time I go there, it is always an amazing environment. It's an amazing experience. I have made so many friends from working with Darman. And I love the crew. Every time I see them, we know each other we say hi I've gained really great relationships with the BTS guy Tyler and the directors Mario Rushi and honestly all the crew is so kind and helpful and caring of the cast and just working for Darman is just so it's just such a good feeling because you're spreading a positive message and it's just a good environment and he his videos are so inspiring to all ages they help kids and teens and even older the older generations like watch these videos which so he has a really wide range in ages of fans and viewers which is so awesome that we're spreading that positive message to people all around the world and I get messages all the time from people from India and Australia saying that they love the videos and it's just such a great feeling knowing that I'm a part of something that spreads that much positivity and kindness. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. That's amazing. Like, that's really my favorite part about being in this industry because the industry is really a tough place. It can be very difficult for girls like us and girls, women, for sure. But, um, like, my favorite part about it is, like, getting positive feedback that knowing we impact people is so amazing. But what was, like, your kind of favorite part about it, like, working for it? And you said you were working with the guy from BTS. So it's kind of, like, what was your kind of favorite part about it? 
So the BTS guy plays a lot of games with us sometimes for the channel, just to create some fun content for the viewers. And he is, Tyler is such an uplifting person. He, every time I see him, he tells me how great I'm doing and that he hopes to see my face on the cover of one of the videos one day. And he's just so positive. And I love doing the behind the scenes with him because it always turns out so funny on the behind the scenes channel. He posts the little clips from our video that we did. And it's, it's, it's so much fun. And he always catches our bloopers. So I think just the whole filming experience with him is just awesome. And then the directors make it, make filming so much fun. It's a very good and healthy and fun environment, even while filming too. No, for sure. Like the, that's like the best part is it about doing big videos like that is the behind the scenes. And you're probably thinking like, okay, I did horrible at that shot, but it's funny. <laughs> time. Yes, yes. How many times I've thought that. <laughs> yeah, I, me too. I did it like at least like a million times. Sure. Yeah. Do you have anyone they look up to in the industry as like an actress, dancer, and singer, or just kind of in general? Yes, I honestly respect everyone in this industry that goes through the process of becoming an actor or dancer or just someone big in the industry. But certain people that I really look up to would definitely be someone like Jennifer Lopez. She started mm. off as a competitive dancer and then started yeah. singing and going on tour and then became a big actor in movies. So she is basically what I want to do. And <laughs> she does what I want to do. And she is just such a huge inspiration. She has done so many incredible things in her life and I really look up to her a lot and also Jennifer Aniston some people say we I look like her <laughs> but yeah, yeah I see that I see that <laughs> thank you well um she is just so incredible too her acting skills are just really really incredible and I love watching her I've watched a lot of her movies as well but she's just someone I really look up to in the acting category um and then Zendaya Sandra Bullock and even people like Jojo Siwa like she has just evolved a positive influence for kids and all ages honestly and has made a big name for herself just because of how incredible like her just from performing and influencing and everything showing off her life and skills to the world it's so awesome to watch and it's a huge inspiration to me. Oh, for sure. Like, as you kind of said, like, Jeff France and Jennifer Lopez, like, I'm, like, the biggest fans of both of them. Like, they're my biggest yes. inspirations. Well, well, one of my biggest inspirations, both of them. Like, Jennifer Lopez is, like, the only singer I would ever listen to. Like, I would never get bored. I know every single song of hers. I wouldn't get tired of listening to her. And Jeff France, like, like, seriously, she's an icon. What can I say about her? Yes, actually. She's like, so like, Seriously, like, she is amazing. Like, I would never get tired of her roles, and my parents would get tired of me watching Jeff Francis movies. <laughs> the only thing I watch is Jeff Francis, and they'll get so tired of it. But do you have, like, a favorite, like, Jeff Francis movie? I love this one movie she's in with, what's his name? Oh, my gosh, I can't remember. Adam Sandler? Yes, Adam Sandler and her, they're a couple and they go on this boat. Oh my gosh, I can't Wait, think Murder of- Mystery. Murder, Murder Mystery. Murder Mystery. Yes, that movie is so good. Yeah, that, that's my favorite Jeff Branson movie, actually. I, watched, yeah, I just watched too. it yesterday, actually. <laughs> that's so funny. I actually love that movie. I can't get over that movie. Like It is so funny. Seriously, it's what I'm Sandler and her as a duo in any movie. Like, nothing's better than that. 
Like they're the they're best. They're so powerful together. I love Seriously, them. for sure. Like you, like they're like the best like duo in the industry by far. Yes, I 100% agree. <laughs> for sure. So you were cast as Sierra in the Hawkbird, like the Hawkbird on a television show called Hawks for Kids. Is that right? Yes. On Amplify Media. What was that process like for you to be part of that? That was such a cool process because the director actually told me after I was casted for that, he told me that a thousand kids submitted for that role, 500 auditioned, a hundred got a call back and two kids were casted. So I was casted out of a thousand kids that submitted, which is actually so insane to think about because it's so, it's such a wide range of kids submitting for this kind of role. And the fact that I was casted for something like that was just so, so incredible just to think about, you know, and it's a great feeling, you know, inside. But basically I auditioned for the role and when I got the audition, I had two or three days. It was a super quick amount of time and it was a pretty long script. I was kind of nervous for it because it was a pretty long script, but I love playing that character and I fit the character very well. It was very me. It was a girl that's creative and outgoing and fun and artsy and that just fit me very well. So I wasn't too nervous about the character. It wasn't super, super hard, but it was a short amount of time. So we submitted and then I got a call back, which is really exciting. Getting a call back is always a great feeling. Mm-hmm. And then they called my agent and she called me and told me I booked it. And I was beyond thrilled. It was probably one of the funnest days of filming. I got to sit in this cool background. I have videos on my Instagram, but I got to sit in this cool background with all these art supplies and everything. And it was in this cool studio in downtown LA. And it was just so much fun. It was probably one of the funnest filming things I've ever did. <laughs> I've ever oh. done. That's amazing. Like, once you got, like, you found out the rule out, like, a thousand kids, like, that's pretty insane. Like, what was, like, your reaction to that? Like, being picked up one person out, like, a thousand people? I was in shock because a lot of roles that I auditioned for, thousands and thousands of kids submit for, but the fact that I booked it out of only two kids, me and another boy, booked it out of a thousand kids, that's crazy. Like, I just can't even... I can't even believe that, you know? For sure. I'll be like, there's no way I literally got booked out of 1,000 kids. I know. And he told me while I was on set, so I was just so grateful, and it made me just so happy to be there, you know? For sure, for sure. So as we're kind of talking about auditioning and stuff like that, like, when you're auditioning for a role, how do you usually get into the mindset of the character you're trying out for? Okay, so I have a little, like, breakdown, step-by-step what I do. So the first thing I do when I receive the audition, I look at the age range, I read the description of the character and see what, see what vibe the person is saying of the character. So the director is um, explaining how the director explains it. Then I come up with my interpretation, how I feel like I want to play the character. And then I try a few different techniques and ways of playing it. I try out the different personalities and all of that, see what fits right and feels the most natural and comfortable. And Mm -hmm. also what corresponds best with the other reader that's talking to me. So I kind of go through all these little things just to figure out what fits the character best for me personally. And then I go for it and just commit to it because you don't want to change it up while you're halfway through the script or halfway through trying to get the right tape down. I just commit to the role that feels best. 
Oh, for sure. Like, every time I'm, when I'm doing this like type of interview, like or those like, questions or trying to figure it out, I'm like, like when I try to like before the interview, sometimes I'm thinking like, oh, this is a good question to ask, but then I'm like, this is a good question before. I'm like, what am I doing? Like I can't switch up now. There's five minutes left. Like I can't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like that's really the hardest part about being like a journalist, like a podcaster, is that being your schedules, like fitting your schedule, trying to get into the mindset, trying to fit everything to your schedule and everything. And everything like that, that, like trying to fit like everything you like to do into your schedule and trying to do what is best for you and everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So did you, are you saying that as a, or were you asking that as a question or were you saying that? Yeah, as a question. You can Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's really hard uh, as a kid, especially to be able to fit everything that I have to do in with acting and just being in the industry in general, it takes a lot of time to do social media and taping and auditions and callbacks. And it's, and also school, like having school and sports and family time, it's a lot. And there's not enough yeah. time in the day, always. I sometimes I, it's the end of the day and I still haven't gotten a lot of my stuff done that I wanted to achieve. So it's difficult, but if you love it and have that, a big passion for it, it becomes a priority. It's become a really big priority to me. Obviously, school is very important, and that's another one of my priorities, but I prioritize a lot of things in my life. So if I am really committed to it, then I will get it done. So that's kind of how my mindset is, but making time for everything is really difficult. Making time for, you know, filming even takes a lot of time and effort, but it works out when you put your head to it, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, that's how my mindset is too. Like, every, like yesterday, like, I wanted to get, like, many things accomplished, but I couldn't get anything, everything accomplished. That's kind of how days work. And yeah. it's really hard to balance school, podcasting, like, basically doing what you're doing in the industry, trying to make time for it. And so, like, I do online school, so it takes a little less time off my plate a little bit. And so, like, I rest of the day, I can just do whatever I need to do. Mm-hmm. And that's like really the hardest part for me is like balancing trying to do school family time trying to balance everything so I can make myself happy make everyone happy that's like my biggest priority for sure yes I totally agree <laughs> for sure so as like a young woman in the industry what is the hardest part for you to be in an industry as a young actor coming up in the business so something that's really hard is rejection because yeah. it comes a lot and it's not as hard for me anymore but when I was first starting it would make me really upset getting a no hearing no and hearing that you didn't get something and that you didn't accomplish it is a is really hard when you're first starting off but as I was in the industry longer and grew I realized that every opportunity is just a blessing in general and it will come it will come if it should come. Everything happens for a reason. So yeah, exactly. Yes. So when I reserve, when I do an audition, I forget about it. If I hear back, great. If I don't move on, get the next one. Like it's something's going to come for me. So I don't stress about it much anymore. But when I first start, when I, when, sorry, I'm like choking. When you first, when you first start, it's really hard to accept rejection. Mm-hmm. But I learned quickly, and that's probably one of the hardest things for a kid growing up in the industry. But also, 
like we were talking about earlier, keeping up with it is a lot of work and putting your mind to it and making sure it's one of your priorities. Because it, it takes a lot of time to go through everything that you have to do, but it's making time for everything is just really important, but it's a struggle. It's something that is a difficult challenge to go through in the industry. Yeah, for sure. Like rejection is like the hardest thing I have to take. Like sometimes, like when I first started doing this, I used to get a couple of rejections. I used to be like, oh, come on. Like I used to be so like upset, mad about it. And I'm like, as I kind of grew on this, and then sometimes I don't hear from people back. It's, that's okay. I do that, I get that often. And so yeah. like when I, it's a six time I'm used to it. Like this is six time to grow and try to get used to it. But what was like the hardest kind of hard part for you as like kind of rejection and not being able to get the role that you really wanted? Like what was kind of the hardest part for you? Probably when you, okay, I actually have a story for this. One time I auditioned for a really big company commercial and it was with so many, so many people auditioned for this. And it was a huge age range. It was like nine to 20 or something like that. And it was tumbling on a trampoline, like doing flips and all of that. And I did a really great audition. I got a call back. I got a second call back and I was put on a veil, which means there's, it's between you and two other people or something, mm -hmm. or you and one other person. And I got rejected for that, which was really, really hard. I think when you're put on a veil and then get rejected, that's probably the hardest part because you work so hard all up to that moment just to get declined. But mm -hmm. it's such a learning exper experience. And there could be one tiny thing that you didn't have that the other person did have. So it's a learning lesson, but that's probably the hardest part of rejection is when you're that close and then get declined. But you know, you get through it. I was upset for a while after that, but then I actually booked something a few days later. So it yeah. happened good out of that, you know? Yeah. So it's better than getting a rule a couple of days later after getting rejected. Like what? Yes, exactly. So I just want to thank you so, so much. I think sometime I did come on, come on my podcast. I really appreciate it. Like I, and it means so much. And yeah, I'm so happy I got to speak with you. And yeah, we'll speak to you for sure. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Of course. Thank you so much. Have a good rest of your day. You too. <laughs> right. Bye. Bye.